Welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello, friends. 1 Peter 3.14 reads, But and if ye suffer for righteousness' sake, happy are ye. And be not afraid of their terror, neither be troubled, but sanctify the Lord God in your hearts, and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. Peter's exhortation contains a quotation from Isaiah with some very significant variations. Isaiah wrote at a time when he was surrounded by enemies who were eager to destroy. The voice of God encouraged him and his disciples with the ringing words, Fear not their fear, nor be afraid. Sanctify the Lord of hosts himself, and let him be your fear, and let him be your dread, and he shall be for a sanctuary. Peter was in similar circumstances. As a gathering storm of persecution rose on his horizon, he turned to his brethren and commended to them the old word which long ago had been spoken by the prophet. But the variations are very remarkable. The revised version correctly has, Fear not their fear, neither be troubled, but sanctify in your hearts Christ as Lord. See how Peter substituted Jesus Christ as a matter of course, without any need for explanation or vindication in place of the Jehovah of the Old Testament? The Jews' reverence for the letter of the Scripture, coupled with their intense monotheism and dread of putting anything in the place of God, shows us how completely Peter believed in the divinity of Jesus Christ as he took his pen and essentially drew through Lord God in Isaiah's words and wrote in capitals over it, Christ is Lord. Think what the apostle means by his strange expression, sanctify the Lord God in your hearts. How do we do that? Well, it's the same word that is used in the Lord's Prayer, and perhaps its use there may throw light on Peter's meaning here. Hallowed be thy name, explains the meaning of hallowing Christ as Lord in our hearts. We sanctify or hallow one who is already holy when we recognize the holiness and honor what we recognize. So the plain meaning of the command here is, set Christ in your hearts in the sacred place that belongs to him, and then bow down before him with all reverence and submission. Peter had heard Jesus say that all men should honor the Son as they honored the Father. To hallow him as we ought is to recognize him as co-equal with the Father. This ringing echo from the prophet of old could not have come from more qualified lips than those of the Prince of the Apostles. Peter called each Christian a spiritual house. Each believer's heart is a temple. And if we hallow the Christ who dwells within us, we shall take care that there are no foul things in that sanctuary. We dishonor the indwelling deity when into that same heart we allow to come lust, foulness, meanness, worldliness, passions, sins, and all the crew of reptiles and wild beasts that the devil wants us to put there. If we hallow Christ in our hearts, he will evict the money changers and overturn their tables. And if we do so, he will come and abide. The natural fruit of living by the apostles' admonition is to replace fear, even in the teeth of such horrifying persecution as to be, was to be the fate, rather, of many of his readers, with Christian courage and calmness. Be not afraid of their terror, neither be troubled, the Lord had commanded, which can only be done by those who hallow the Lord in their hearts. Only he who can say, The Lord is the strength of my life, can go on to say, Of whom shall I be afraid? 
There's nothing more hopeless than to tell those ringed about with dangers, cheer up, don't be frightened, unless we can tell them some reason for not being frightened. And the one reason that will carry weight for in all circumstances is the presence of Jesus. There's a sort of magical grace in hallowing Christ in our hearts. He transforms overcoming fear from an exercise in reason and faith by supplying a powerful change in our emotions, that beautiful passion that caused those who saw Stephen's persecuted face as composed and peaceful as an angel's. Have you talked to God today? You have been listening to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at g-o-d-s-f-i-v-e minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's 5 Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson.